All right. Thank you for choosing for All We Know podcast. It's our second podcast, so let's hear a round of applause, everybody. All right. So just to go through general intros uh, like we did yesterday, um, as always, my name is Michael. Uh, in the room next to me will always be our audio producer, JB. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, we'll have my great friend Twister in here with us. And, and, and at a distance, we have our, our good friend Brandon and our good friend Blake. Now, honestly, today we're going to start on more of a, a lighter note, and we're going to play a game right off the bat. So the name of the game is Would You Rather? All right? So what we're going to do is I'm going to let Tim start. I'm going to ask him just a, a general question of would you rather. Would you rather be famous when you're alive and forgotten when you die or less known when you're alive but famous after you die? Good question. Uh, probably go with uh, famous when I'm alive, known when I'm dead because I'm dead. Well, the – the vein in me would say the same thing because yeah. I would want all the perks and the money yeah. while I'm still here, and who cares after I'm dead? I'm dead, you know. Yeah. So, so, Brandon, what's your what's your take on this, man? You know, I'm kind of torn. You know, I, I want all the perks now, you know, but I also want to be remembered, you know. But uh, making a choice, let's just go. Give me the money. Show me the money. <laughs> Show me the money, honey. Right? Okay, Blake, so you're you're our last guy. What, what do you say? Yeah, I probably would take the fame now. Because, like, a legacy is really cool, but, I mean, like, every famous artist died super poor. And they didn't get to, like, reap any of their own benefits. So, you know. So, So what you're telling me is you don't want to be... A hologram on a stage like Michael Jackson was after he died. You don't want that? Hey, that was the real spirit of Michael. Don't degrade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's it's funny because a lot of people were making jokes on the new album that Drake dropped, Scorpion. Oh, right. Yeah, because yeah. Michael Jackson is actually on there. And, and my thought process was, how much did he have to pay to get? that track so that he could like mesh it with his own right we talked about that like the like the trademark or whatever copyrights for that had to have been insanely expensive oh yeah it, it had to be astronomical because honestly it, it, he's he was so big when he was still alive and as much money as it costs to have him play any show i imagine that keeping any of his actual songs after it, it would be right. out of this world to cost-wise, you know? All right, so next one. Would you rather be excluded from the world for the rest of your life or always be surrounded by annoying people? Tim? Oh, oh my God. Be excluded from the world? Are we talking, like, no communication whatsoever with anybody? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Or always be surrounded by annoying people. Well, I'm already living the latter, so. <laughs> I, I feel like most of us are already living the latter. You know, we, we see the same people come in every day being customer-facing. And, and, you know, we see these people walk in and we're like, oh, my God. Here comes, <laughs> you know, X, Y, and Z. Or they were in here yesterday. Let's pawn them off. That's my favorite thing is 
they'll come in and I'll be like, oh, awesome. Who was helping you yesterday? Oh, really? He's here. Let me get you shiny. Like, I could care less what your problem is. But at this point, I'm just trying to get you out of my face so I don't have to help you. Oh, for sure. All right, Blake, what's your answer? Would you rather just just live secluded or would you totally be surrounded by just obnoxious people? So the secluded thing, like, you – is it one of those where, like, you can use the internet but you can't actually contact anybody through it? Right. God, that's uh, – I'd probably have to just be surrounded by annoying people just because, like, sex is really cool and, you know, like, I just <laughs> – I can't – I can't – I don't like the alone thing. I get that because I was I was an only child for like eleven years, and it's super easy to do. But then sometimes you do need someone to talk to. So I'd, I'd say the annoying people. You know what I always have to say: if I'm going to be famous for something, I just want to yeah. be famous for loving you, yeah. not loving me, loving you. Loving you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is going to be a rough one living in Texas. But Tim, would you rather live without internet or without AC? Oh, oh. Uh, like can I change my location, or is it staying here? No, no. Uh, if if your life had to pick, if there was life or death, and you had to pick one of these at your current moment, we we don't get to any changes. Oh yeah, what? no. I live without internet. It's it's hot as balls out here. But it's zero <laughs> internet. So you don't even you don't really? even have. Growing up, I had zero internet. But we're in a different time now. We are literally running through the internet currently. You know? Yeah. You don't even you don't even have cable. What would you do? Just go back to DVDs? Like, I've got a lot of DVDs. I do. Now, now, Blake, you live in San Antonio. There's a lot less humidity, so this is where I'm kind of interested. Would you rather be without internet or be without AC? See, that's that's actually what I was just thinking. If like you asked this question a couple months ago, I would have probably said without internet. But now, it's hot here, but it's a dry heat. And, I mean, you know me. I already set my AC so high as it is that I could definitely go without the AC now. You keep your AC higher than anyone else I know. I don't. Oh yeah. I don't know how I, you're. <laughs> it's it's a it's a self inflicted torture just so that I can. I'm like prepping to be a dad to save energy on the AC bill. So. Who <laughs> touched my AC? Yeah. No. I it, well. It was. I mean, you remember how high I told you I keep it, right? Yeah, like seventy six. On low is is too much. Oh, that's if I, I deserve it. If I do it, if it's if I'm getting like a treat, it's at seventy six. It's usually seventy eight is like the lowest I'll go for most days. But we have no humidity here, so it's it's easy. Right. Yeah, I got a buddy of mine who lives just twenty minutes south of us here, and uh, he literally doesn't use his AC. He doesn't have internet. He he lives off the grid as much as he possibly can't see and like where y'all are at that's ridiculous because like oh yeah it's an actual swamp at times and i couldn't do it the funny thing is he has this big ass wasp nest right next to the front door but they, like he's been there so long like the wasps don't mess with it 
like, he he goes, "Hey, what's up, wasps?" Like every time he wants in, and they'll just fly right by. And it's the perfect home defense, alone. though. Yeah, it is. You know? <laughs> they're not going to attack him, but the rapists that are coming. <laughs> but then they see Out like. Of the woods. Yeah, and then they enter the house and they're like, God damn, there's no AC in here. I'm turning around. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then they get attacked by wasps. It's perfect. All right, crime. All right Blake. Uh, I apologize. All right, Brandon, what do you think, man? Oh, that's easy for me, man. You know, I'm, I'm a little bit older. I don't care about the internet that much. I, I have to have my AC, man. It's it's 70 degrees in the house at all times. Yeah, there's, there's no chance. It's so, September. It's 100 degrees outside. I have to have my AC. So this one's going to be one that I think we're all going to have to – Sit down and think about now, Tim. Would you rather have a terrible job and be able to retire comfortably in ten years, or have your dream job and work till you die? Well, I feel like I already have the former, so <laughs> I'm gonna go with the terrible, terrible job for ten years so that I can retire early. Okay, okay, Blake. Because yeah, I'm I'm one of those guys. I'm pretty easygoing. Like even though the job sucks, like I'll persevere through the hard times. It's 10 years, I'll be 40, uh, and then I'll have hopefully another, at least another 40 years of my life to be able to do whatever the heck I want, you know? All right, Blake, so what do you think about this, buddy? It was work a crappy job for 10 years and retire or have something you love and then work until you die? Yeah, have your dream job and then work until the day you die. Uh, yeah, that's it's... I can uh, I can see it both ways, like you said. It, the working a crappy job for ten years really doesn't seem that bad because I didn't really enjoy the last job I had, and I ended up working there for four years, and it didn't even feel like it. So it probably, but if it's terrible, like you're saying, it's it's horrendous, like you dread every single moment of it, kind of bad. That would make it a long ten years. But retiring at this age or that age. But see, I get bored really easily, so I feel like I'd have to have something to do during the day. And if I actually enjoyed the job, I i don't know. I'd probably say just do the job I love until I die. Because if you actually enjoy going to work, you would never want to retire anyway, right? I, I agree. So it could, I could go either way. It just depends. But if you had to pick? If I had to pick, I would work until I die. That's fair. I think I think I'm with you. You know, we work we work all day, and then we come and sit down and do this podcast. is essentially our second job because of how much editing and things that we have to do to get this thing ready. So, uh, it, it would it would bother me to just sit still. Like I just can't. I can't yep. sit even even if I'm not leaving my house. I have to do something. So constantly online or constantly doing something. I just I'd, I'd rather be overwhelmed than. Than underwhelmed, but uh, right, no, and, it no. would, and it would be cool to like retire in ten years and just be able to do what you wanted to do whenever. But then, of course, there comes a point where you're like, well, it like loses its novelty. You know what I mean? Like, right. there's a point where you like want to have something structured so that you can go do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I couldn't agree with you more. You hear a lot of these people who retire. My my uncle being one of those, he retired from working on airplane parts for thirty years or so, and he went back and he got his master's degree and he finally realized that it was time to retire and he complained every time I see him that he works more now that he's retired with honeydew lists than he ever did when he right, was right. actually at work. So. Exactly. All right, Brandon, what do you think, man? 
Oh man, this was an easy one for me. I was uh, married for eight years, so I've lived through hell. So what's two more years <laughs> at a job? Yeah, ten years is nothing. You go off eight years of a marriage, that's absolute hell. Any job is a dream job. I don't care what I'm doing. Let me let me clean porta potties for ten years. I don't care. Right. That's nothing. <laughs> so quick question for you. And and this isn't a would you rather, but I'm gonna throw this in. If you dropped your phone in one of those porta potties, would oh my you go God. after? Uh, Absolutely not. You can keep it. See, <laughs> I, I I thought about this the other day because I'm in porter potties a lot, and I make a conscious effort to make sure everything is out of my pockets before going into one of those because you never know, like when you got to sneeze, you know, midstream, and you don't want to like hop and then just have it slip and go into this cesspool that's basically a easy bake oven for construction sites. <laughs> you know, it's just a solar-powered plastic oven, and I I don't want to jinx it, but I feel like it's going to happen one day just because, you know, I'm in it so often that the statistics just have to catch up to me at some point. What's going to happen is it's not going to be the phone. It's going to be your keys, so you have to go in. Right, it's yeah, just it's, rummage. yeah. Yeah, it's going to be something that you can't just be like, well, you know, I'll get a new one. It's going to be like, oh, no, uh, I have to get AIDS by retrieving my house keys. Have you ever seen videos of people who actually go in after those and like that liquid that gets Ugh. stuck? It's like this deep sea blue liquid that's yeah. just and it's like, <laughs> it at, like at, at that point, is it water damage? Like, is it even? It's, it's gelatinous, Ugh. but it's still a liquid of some sort yeah. because it's encasing the the phone. So, do you risk going after it and all of the the entrails of people in, in a, a in like lakes at an easy bake oven of construction sites, or do you just you just if anybody wants it they can go after it. Well, the new phones these days are water resistant. There I was gonna say that I was gonna say you could easily just rinse this bitch off, so but you would uh, rinse but, it, let it soak in an alcohol bath for twelve hours at least, because it like but it's one of those where. Even if you told me it was 100% clean and I could use it, like nothing happened, I would still know that that thing was covered with crap at one point. And I, like, you'd never want to answer a phone call again, you know what I mean? That's like if you get something super gross, like, on your arm or something. You know, like, if, I don't know, like, if your dog has diarrhea and it sneezes and just sprays you. I don't know, terrible example, but, like, you're covered and you know you cleaned it. You're still going to be like, I don't want anything to touch that part of my body because it's filthy, even though it's like, you know, it's sanitized, but you, it's the thought, I think. It's the mental process of having to use it afterwards. Well, hear me out. You get the phone replaced, and then you sell the one that you dropped in the porta potty, and you don't say anything about it. That's an entrepreneur right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, in like a week or two, when they notice a strange smell after long phone calls. <laughs> 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 The entire right, thing did be clean. It's like they're behind. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, it's constant pink eye, and they can't. They don't know why, but it's yeah. never ending pink eye. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh my god! All right, Tim, would you rather donate your body to science or donate all of your organs to people in need? Oh, people in need, without a doubt. I'm already an organ. 
And that's great. Now, the, the rumor that I've always heard is if you're an organ donor, they try harder. They, they don't try as hard to save you because you can give organs. See, I've heard about that, too, because they're like, there's a long waiting list for all of those puppies on you. <laughs> you know? And God bless the people waiting. But, yeah, like Michael brings up a good point. Actually, I'm going to Google this right now to see the uh, death statistic on organ donors compared to selfish fuckers. <laughs> All right, Blake, we'll come back to you. Now, yeah. Brandon, what do you think about this? Would you rather donate your body to science where people could learn from your your man meat, or would you <laughs> donate all of your organs to people that actually have a chance to live? So follow-up question, do I get to pick the science experiments, or is it just going to be random? Now, more than likely, <laughs> you'll end up at the Sam Houston Body Farm. Yeah. Uh, oh God! Yeah, that's not a joke. Yeah, it's a real that's, thing. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's yeah. actually not a joke because of how big the criminal justice is here at Sam Houston State. That it, it's 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 here. It's an actual thing that they just have bodies where they can use for whatever comes up, you know, in their lesson plans or whatever they decide that is going to work. And people can donate their bodies, and it, that's what it goes there for. I guess for teaching the next generation of you know investigators or whatever. Yeah, they use it to uh, just determine the varying degrees of decomposition. Uh, so they actually set up different scenarios with different bodies <clears throat> to see how much the body is going to de- decompose in different scenarios, uh, which is pretty crazy, which you could actually, to answer your question, you could actually do both. You could donate your organs and then your leftovers, uh, you could donate to science. Like a box at an Olive Garden. You just get what's left. Yeah. Or when you go to those really cheap HEBs and they just have, like, the value meat that, like, none of it matches, but it's, like, $3 a pound. <laughs> just hope for the best so you don't get yeah. sick. Yeah. Hopefully it all cooks together. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't look too deeply into it. All right. Blake, have you had time to look at that statistic? Yeah. Um, apparently a bunch of nurses, they don't confirm it, but they, they go along with this myth, but they did point out that it's mainly a myth because the number one priority is to save you. But it's it's kind of like you can look at it either way because I, I guess I clicked on a more uh, doctor or pro-doctor link. I could have clicked on a more mythy one. But what, the my answer to the question, um, well, I'm already an organ donor on my license, so I'll probably just go like with, with, with what Tim said. But the, the donating to science thing is always interesting because – it's kind of like what Brandon said, too. You have to wonder, like, what they're actually going to use your body for. But ultimately, I would just be an organ donor because it's, you know, the four good organs I have in me, I feel like, could be put to use. That's, a, that's oddly specific. Do you yeah. want to explain what four organs those are? <laughs> What's funny is, as I was saying that, I was like, this motherfucker is going to make me point out. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. Well, not my eyes, because I have terrible vision. Most oh, yeah. The liver is out for sure. I was going to say, I went to college, so don't get anywhere where there's a filtration system. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Apparently not my lungs either. Um, uh, probably not my heart, because my family has... You know what? I probably shouldn't be an organ donor. Like, I can't find anything <laughs> good to give to these people. God. Uh... You know, I don't know. Maybe my stomach. I say that, you know, I had 
explosive craps yesterday, so that's kind of a lie too. I well, you've eaten a hundred thousand dollars worth of ramen noodles. Yeah, so, there is that. You know. Yeah, <laughs> it's this thing has been through some city mileage. <laughs> not them hard highway miles. Yeah, not those the smooth highway miles. Yeah, this, these are city miles. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of starting and stopping, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, huh? Wow, I never realized how Are much of a piece of shit my body was. Yeah, I guess my areolas could be put to good use. They're a little hairy <laughs> for a, a desperate donor. Yeah, if you're looking for pepperoni nips, you know, yeah. it's a little bit of floor lint on them. <laughs> We've skipped dust bunnies and went straight to dust rabbits. You know, <laughs> full blown ass. All right, Tim, would you rather sell every possession or sell one of your organs if you're on a bind? I would probably – the logical brain in me says just go ahead to uh, your possessions first. But, I mean, depending on how big of a bind I was in, selling an organ on the black market has crossed my mind. I feel like we would be lying as a group if we didn't say that that was a, a possibility. Because, like, technically, I only need one nut, you know? Right. You only need one kidney. Right, that's what I mean. Right. But I, mean, I would rather do nut, something so, you external, know. you know, instead of something internal. Because there's a lot more to fuck up in my back than there is, like, the scrote, you know? You hear me? <laughs> right. I mean, you're more like you go down one nut. You're more aerodynamic. Like, let's go. Oh yes, yeah. And and you're you're symmetrical now too. You know, it's just like Like, straight on. Yeah, you're as God intended. You know. (laughs) Yeah, as God intended. Just ask Lance Armstrong. He, I mean, didn't he win the Tour de France after going through cancer and losing a nut? I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he got, like, caught for doping and shit, but I mean, like, the guy is one nut, like, let him have a little bit of an advantage over the other cyclists, like. I mean, he can't get off there, but he can get off with them drugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, what, who was it that made the joke where it's just like, I think it was Family Guy, where it was like, it really shows character to his wife that she stayed with him after cancer, it really shows character. This <laughs> is like, and then the drugs came along and it just kind of ruined his entire thing, but you know, if you watch the movie Dodgeball, he's still in his prime, and we can all dream to see him there again. Yeah. So, Blake, if, if you had to sell every one of your possessions, so all $20 or... Yeah. All the- <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, you get to choose the organ? I didn't go as specific, so sure. Okay. If, I, I was fairly vague, so I guess... Right. So. I mean, because, like... You don't need an appendix, right? Well, yeah, I mean, appendectomies happen all yeah. the time. It's considered see, like a, a, not, a, a very, you know, highly yeah. done surgery. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like Tim said, you would think selling everything you own is kind of, you know, the more realistic option. But I don't know. I have – I'm weird in the sense that I have really sentimental value in some stuff that doesn't mean anything to anybody else. Um. So, like, there's some stuff that you... But you're saying selling literally everything you own, correct? Right. Uh, I... God, it probably sounds super materialistic of me to say I would rather sell an organ (laughs) than all of my stuff. But 
You're going to sell your one good organ. You're going to sell your <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, after we talked about how much of a ruined, shit-covered temple my body is, that I would, you know, I would probably sell an organ just because I would have all my stuff. Wait, are we selling the stuff, or can we, like, pawn it and then buy it all back at, like, a slightly increased interest rate? Let's not. Let's not. Do it. We're, we're getting <laughs> yeah, into. Okay, yeah, we're getting, yeah. There's a lot we'll, of gray space because I have two really yeah, vague yeah. options. Yeah, so we can run this any direction. Yeah, I'll do the app index to me. Okay, Bland, what are you thinking, man? Well, I mean, I desperately need money, so I mean, I'm probably gonna owe mo- owe money if I try to sell my great value chairs to people. Right. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I know you got a second car out there that you can sell. Oh yeah, that doesn't run. Yes, you know it. Uh, but yeah, so I'll, I'll, you know, taking that, I'm good. I've already got kids. May help take them both. You know, I'll get a vasectomy anyway. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> Let's do this. Okay, so uh, last, would you rather question, Tim? Would you rather be reincarnated as a fly or just cease to exist after you die? What happens after the fly? Do you continue to be reincarnated, or is that just it afterwards? Again, you're going a little bit too deep. <laughs> <laughs> it's very two very vague questions. I mean, if you see good fly, then the outcome is the same for both. both ones. You're, you're basically see. buying 36 hours if you take the fly route. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> like. But if, if given the option, would you take an extra 36 hours? Be a fly on the wall in certain situations. Sure. Okay, uh, Blake. Huh. Um, like cease to exist as in there's like no afterlife. You just kind of right dissipate. And go. Um, I mean, if you're going to get there with the fly route too, I think it would be kind of interesting just to go the fly. Because I mean, you got to think like, like we don't know how their brains work. You know, it's like what is their priority for the day? That, well, I I know what the priority is. Okay, there's a flea on the wing of the fly of the frog on the bump on the log in the hole in the bottom of the sea. Okay. So I'm a water breathing fly, and I yeah no I'll take the fly route. We'll see what it's like. There we go. All right, uh, Brandon. Last but not least, buddy, what what how you feeling on this subject? Oh, I mean, easy, easy once again. I'm going to be a fly, and I'm going to annoy the shit out of my ex-wife for 36 hours. <laughs> there it is. I'm going to that that I feel like is worth it. Yeah. <laughs> One other question. Uh, with the fly, are you like the Jeff Goldblum fly or an owl? Oh, shit. Yeah, we didn't specify the dimensions I, of this fly. I'm not going to fly. I don't know what that is. You've never seen the fly? Not, not that I can remember. It's pretty grotesque, but... I, I don't even know if you'd appreciate it, Michael, but you should. I mean, it, it's something that I can look into. Now, going off of things that I haven't seen, now, recently a, a favorite show of mine just came back out, and it is going to be Ozark. Ozark Season 2 just recently came out. Oh, that's out. right, yeah. So, I, I, um, yeah. You know, there's some there's some pretty good stuff on Netflix right now. Uh, Blake, what what's something that you're watching right now? Right now? um it's actually funny you asked that. The most annoying ad ever on Netflix, which is Insatiable, that plays every freaking yes. time you open the ad, oh I, had to fi- I had to finally watch it because I was like, maybe it'll go away. No, it does not. It comes up every freaking time still. But I basically always have friends on rerun, and then 
I've been watching Insatiable because the chick's actually kind of hot because <laughs> I'm shallow and that's what I get out of TV shows. But then I also watch, um, we're doing Netflix, right? Well, I mean, it really doesn't matter. I, I'm just trying to, <laughs> okay, I yeah. Netflix because I use Netflix more and what? it was, it was a, what I had brought up was I love that, that genre. Uh, now I watched, uh, Masterminds, and I've watched Ozark, and it right. kind of the darker side of Netflix. It, Which it's yeah, great to I was, watch, but like just, right. just did, having did on. The making like, a, did you watch the Making a Murderer one? I watched some of it. I actually didn't get through it all because um, it, it's hard for me to sit down and watch a whole series that's that dark. Because right, I, I right. get bored of it. I, I, I like a lot of light stuff that I can just throw on and. I, I turn it on my TV when we're online playing WoW or whatever. Right. And I just leave it running in the background, and I, I enjoy it that way. But if I'm really sitting down to watch something, it's actually kind of that darker, which is not what I expected growing up. You know, I always liked the kind of lighter side, and like right. my mom or my dad and my stepmom would watch all those ID shows where that everybody's murdering their husbands or whatever. And it's I didn't understand, right. but the older right. that I'm getting, I'm starting to enjoy those shows more. Oh, right, exactly. And I actually, I love Ozark. I need to put it in my queue again because I didn't know if it was out or not. But uh, my favorite Netflix show of all time is Peaky Blinders, and I'm just waiting for season five to come out on that. So oh, that's what I'm show. waiting. Great yeah. show. Love that show to death. It's only like six episodes a season, but they're about an hour long each, and they're all amazing. So if anybody hasn't seen it, I say check it out because I didn't know if I was going to like it. And... I think even one of my buddies that said he didn't like that kind of time era stuff actually watched it and got really into it. So it's it's a very good show. So something that surprised me was a show called um, Manhunt Unabomber, and it was actually a actual TV show that they edited and put on Netflix, and it was all about, of course, the Unabombing. And there's so much detail in there that's like accurate. It's scary what he was able to do. And how for long so, for so long, get, right? Yeah, yeah. He was he was able to get away for as long as he was, and then still they they had to find him at his house, and then they moved his entire house into an airplane, uh, like a like a storage facility, so that they could piece by piece by piece break down everything that he had, and essentially a shed that he was living in, and everything that he was able to accomplish and how smart he was and how disconnected he was from society where he was able to do all of this with the people that knew him had no idea what was going on. You know, it's wild what was able to so if I If I could suggest something on Netflix, it would definitely be Manhunt Unabomber. And they're quick episodes because it was originally on TV. Well, and they never caught him, right? Or did they? No, they caught him. They did, they caught okay. him and It was just they, really long. It was, was it, running. It, right. Yeah, he had a whole manifest out that they had to break down, and it, it, it was the it was the way that he wrote, and his brother ended up giving him up because of something that they had found that he, something else that he had written, and they they compared it, and um, his brother ended up being the one that gave him away where they were able to find him at his house, and then they they just loaded the whole thing up and just moved it, but. Uh, now, Brandon, I know you watch a lot of stuff other than Netflix. Um, what, what was some? What's something that you're watching right now, man? Oh man, I just got turned on to uh, Billions on uh, Showtime. 
And, man, that is one of the best things that I've turned on. I, that, see, that episode's like an hour long, and I've blown through 13 episodes of the first season in like a week. I mean, it's something I've been nice. nonstop watching. It is amazing. It's all about, you know, the finance market and, you know, the, the DAs going after the billionaire finance guy. And it's it is definitely a show I'd recommend to anybody. Now, and that's surprising to me that you're able to sit down and watch that as much as you are because of how ADD I know you are. So if, 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 I, can, if I can push how honestly that he's being about how good this is, he is so ADD for him to sit through a full hour. It's got to be something special. Yeah. Right? Oh, no, I mean, I watch him like 15, watch 15 minutes, and I'll play Call of Duty for 15 minutes, and I'm watching it again. But it's, it's, it's very good. <laughs> Well, uh, Tim, what about you, man? I, I know you watch a little bit uh, different shows than the rest of us do, but but what are you what are you hooked on right now? Well, I mean, my favorite Netflix show is Arrested Development. That show, oh yeah, I love that show. It got canceled too early because it was way before its time. A lot of people, when it was airing on TV, they just couldn't get the jokes. Now people love it. And I think Netflix did a fantastic job with redoing season four, which they released like a year, year and a half ago. <clears throat> it was it was okay. They redid it when they were planning to re, uh, release season five, which they did just a couple months ago. And the show is hilarious. One of the funniest shows I've ever seen. Better than The Office, in my opinion. See, that's a bold uh, no, that, that's statement. That's blasphemy. That's a blasphemy that's a right bold there. ass statement. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, that's why I said, in my opinion, I think it's better than The Office. Well, there's nothing wrong with having an opinion like that. Uh, Even though now, your opinion is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Now, uh, to transition over from stuff we're streaming to stuff we're playing now, uh, I know that the new Spider-Man is just about to come out. Um, I actually think it comes it out so this, good. this week. Um, it actually looks phenomenal, and we've had a lot of issues with the Spider-Man games as of current. So, really, really hoping that this one's going to come big, uh, come through big with this one. Now, what I have been most excited about—it's actually been out since towards the middle of last month—is the new expansion for World of Warcraft. Uh, jumped on second day because they overload the servers. Everybody was trying to get on uh, launch day, so uh, me and Blake got on for. Man, we we what put twenty four hours in in what five days worth of game time? Uh, yeah, we started on Wednesday, and I think we hit level cap on like that Sunday. Yeah, night. Yeah, and it was a, a little over twenty four hours. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Now, Tim, what are you most excited for besides Spider Man? Uh, the new Red Dead Redemption game. Yes. That one looks awesome. Absolutely. Uh, I'm also pretty excited about Dying Light 2. That's uh, a zombie apocalypse free-running game. It's oh, bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dying Light, it's a lot of fun. The concept of the game, which I like a lot, is you can actually play through the campaign with friends online, and you both progress through the story mode together. Uh so, like, I I hate horror stuff, and I hate watching movies or playing games where people are chasing you from behind because I feel like it's physically attacking me from behind. And so, like, I'm always jumping on the couch playing the game, but I just love it. It's so much fun. I play with one of my really good friends, 
who uh, recently moved out of town. So that's just one of the ways that we just still get to hang out with each other. And so we've been talking a lot about that. And then Fallout 76, they're integrating that kind of same kind of gameplay where it's an uh, open world where you can play with other people online and so you can progress through the storyline together, which I think is just a lot of fun and a really cool concept. Now, who all here has played the original Red Dead Redemption that came out years and years ago? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Definitely. Yeah, oh, yeah, very good. Yes. Very good. See, and I I didn't really get into the undead part of it, but they had some, like, really cool apocalypse horses and stuff that you could get as, like, an expansion. I don't know if y'all remember that or not. Yeah, like, towards the end of its life, I believe, yeah. You're actually talking about Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2 had the uh, zombie apocalypse expansion that was added to it. Red Dead Redemption was the very first one that came up for PlayStation 2. Uh, this will date me. I actually rented it at Blockbuster, and that was the only way that I could play it. Uh, may it rest in peace. Uh, but yeah. so are, you, are you saying this is technically Red Dead Redemption 3? Yeah. Interesting. I'm behind. Actually, I appreciate- yeah, I, I, yeah, I think Tim's right. I remember that being like, that was the weird catch to it, is they were like, hey, we're going to kind of redo this, and no one's really going to catch on to it. All right, Brandon, so what are you thinking, buddy? How are you, uh, how excited are you for, for what's coming up? And it could could be Xbox, PS4, you know, computer, whatever. I mean, Spider-Man's going to be great. I don't think I'm excited about his JB, because I'm pretty sure he just orgasmed when you mentioned it a while ago. <laughs> so you might want to check him. Uh, but, yeah, uh, definitely, uh, you know, uh, the Red Dead Redemption. I've been waiting for that since 2 came out. I mean, it's uh, – that was my era, the golden era of gaming. You know, it's GoldenEye, 007, just love that game, still do. It's amazing. You know, um, but yeah, Red Dead Redemption. I'm still kind of salty though about uh, you know playing Call of Duty Modern, you know Call of Duty, because I went and bought a PlayStation to play. With <laughs> okay, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. Let me jump into so this. Wild. Let me jump into this one because now, Brandon, you didn't specifically buy it just for Call of Duty, so you gotta stop throwing that back in our faces. You bought it for MLB the Show, and you're just playing. <laughs> Call of Duty with us because I asked you to. So, so don't you got to stop throwing that in my face, man. That's that's not the whole story. Yeah, but I, I bought Call of Duty and I played with you when I was shitty, but now I'm good at it. <laughs> don't quit playing. We didn't quit. We're just on a little little hiatus. <laughs> but y'all know yeah. I have ADD, so that'll be all ready to play again. I'm like, no, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let's uh, let's go ahead and hear Brandon's joke of the day. Are you ready for the dad joke of the day? All Absolutely. Right, I'm not ready. Okay, now. <laughs> How do you find Will Smith in the snow? How do you find Will Smith in the snow? Fresh Prince. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, You're welcome, boys. You're welcome. That was so actually this, really good. This was recently brought to my attention that something that uh, Bland is in a, a fairly new relationship, and th- this is something that was brought to my attention, but he loves to do these really bad pickup lines, and, and he said that he had just a, a, one that he felt that he needed to share. Okay, so a little backstory. So the girl that I'm dating now, um, we went to high school together, so... They bust up again. So, I mean, that was, you know, 15 years ago. Nice. Uh, you know, we've both been, you know, married, divorced. Uh, we've been dating for two months. And 
she brings up to me this, do you remember? Okay. Oh. And we are apparently, we're in the office, and she's sitting on the counter, and she asked me to help her down. And as I help her down, I ask her, if I say you have a beautiful body, will you hold it against me? <laughs> <laughs> and 15 years later, you 15 years later. <laughs> <laughs> she answered that question with a yes. <laughs> It, it's a like while, but, you know, I finally got it, finally got it together. So my question to you boys is, what is the worst pickup line that you've ever used? It does not have to have worked. Like, it could be, you know, on hold like mine for 15 years. But what's the <laughs> right. worst pickup line you've ever used? Michael, do you have an answer for this? I'm trying to think of a good one. See, and that's kind of where I'm at, because, like, I'm so socially awkward and inept with women specifically that I don't really ever have a chance to use a pickup line. I usually just am really awkward until they're like, huh, I'll put up with this for tonight. And that's how I pick up girls. And like, I just find ones that'll tolerate me for a couple of months. And then, and then that's how that works. But I did hear one the other day that I really liked that. I really, I'm going to have to try and I'm probably going to butcher it, but it was, and it, I don't think it's a bad one, but it, I actually, read it in Playboy, so, you know, judge me as you will, but it was like, uh, shit, what was it? It, it? it was, can I buy you a drink, but the catch is, you know, we have to, you have to talk to me while you drink it, and if, uh, if you enjoy it, you have to let me buy you another one or something. It, it was like, it's terrible, and it sounds really not as bad as I thought it did when I say it out loud, and I really wish we can just cut this part out, because I... <laughs> I feel like I have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Stay it in. Man, the ladies are lining up now. Just, they're yeah, going to be outside I, your door when we get yeah, off this podcast. I think I just heard a knock. <laughs> I better. It's a good thing my AC is up so they're not cold when they come in. <laughs> they're going to bring the heat, man. You've got them hot outside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, once they put their bodies are held against me. God. <laughs> this is just derailing. I'm losing all of my fire in, in one foul swoop. All right, so this has been brought to my attention. Um, my favorite pickup line is, if you were a chicken, you'd be impeccable. Uh. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, gosh. Christ, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> so, speaking of Jason Bourne, so what do y'all think about them bringing, ha- having three movies in a row and then having some random guy come in? <laughs> And then it yeah. didn't work at no, all. No. So they went back to the original <laughs> actor. Yeah. It's like yeah. what, they tried something new, like they were going to branch off and do a whole other thing. And everybody was like, hey, guys, this fucking blows. Can we yeah. go back? And they were like, because it was oh, shit, man. Like, wasn't it? It was like Matt Damon. And then it was like Taylor Lautner, right? Or some. No, no, it was uh, Jeremy Renner. I think it was. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Taylor Lautner just did that awful, like abortion of a copycat of Jason Bourne. That's what it was, but... Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I used abortion again. That's gonna be, like, the word of the day every day. And today's word of the day is abortion. Yeah. It's a real problem. Go to your local Senate for more details. Sorry. (laughs) It'll catch you with that hook of a word. Uh, Oh, my God. Uh... All right, ladies and gentlemen, as we end on a really poorly timed abortion joke, <laughs> right. we really appreciate you listening in today. Uh, that's going to be it for us. Uh, stay tuned next week for our podcast. 
uh, coming out every Tuesday and Friday. Uh, so this is, of course, the Friday episode of this week. So uh, look back into us. Uh, come next week, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter at for all we know, TX, where we're going to be updating uh, podcast information and um, any questions or memes that we uh, we talk about throughout the week, we will be in there uh, talking about. So thank you so much for stopping in. Uh, for Michael, for JB, for Tim, for Brandon, for Blake, have a great night. Eight miles from San